1: Well, I have a question for you this morning. Are you brave enough for radical kindness? If you are attentive to this show and practice the techniques that we're about to give you, I can tell you this. I can promise you this. Your life is going to change permanently. This is Kendi Foster. I'm your show host today and our show is called The Courage to Embrace Radical Kindness. Now, radical kindness isn't some new age, airy-fairy concept. It's really about connecting with your compassion, being respectful, and stepping into your life in a caring way. And I'm sure all of us can agree that from the president on down, we can use more kindness in our language, in our words around the nation. And I believe radical kindness can benefit everybody. You know, as the old saying goes, what goes around comes around. Or as you reap, you sow. So social uh, reciprocity theory basically states that we treat others as we are treated. If people are nice to us, we're nice to them. If people are rude, cruel, or unkind to us, we're tempted to act in the same way. But that doesn't have to be because, uh, you know, again, what goes around comes around, right? I think you can see this in our media quite, quite a bit today. Um, You see politicians attacking each other, and it comes back to them time and time again. You can see this in, of course, not just in politics. Um, The media uh, in many, uh, you know, our our news at night, there's a lot of people attacking each other, right? Is this really the way we want our world to live, to be? I don't think so. It's not the world I want to live in. How about you? You know, it's really kind of common sense that we treat each other kindly, But why is common sense so uncommon? It's because we've all forgotten to honestly remain calm in the face of our storms. And I believe that kindness is the key to happiness. So I'm thinking about this week. You know, I'm just thinking about my life. You know, I woke up this morning. And um, one of my family members said something to me that was really unkind. And I thought about my show. I went in the other room. I didn't respond, fortunately. I went in the other room and I thought about it. And I thought my show, radical kindness. Oh my goodness, here it goes. Now I get to live this, right? So I walked back in the room and returned love and compassion and respect for those unkindly remarks. That's what we're talking about here. You know, I, I remember I had a client, and his wife and him were about to split up. They lived in a beautiful mountain community. They had four children together. They had, basically, they had it all, right? But except for one thing, they were arguing day in and day out. And they, these arguments were escalating, and their little children were hearing these arguments. And, you know, they had really forgotten who they were and what, they were, that what their marriage was about. But they couldn't see it in the moment, right? Because here's what they could only see. They could only see what was wrong with the other person. That's all they could see. You know, and, and what would happen is that one person would uh, say something and the other person would hear what was wrong with what they said. So therefore, they would become defensive and repeat back uh, their opinion on it, which was also trying to make the other person wrong. Imagine this going on time and time, day in and day out. Well, I'll submit this. I think it goes on a lot of families in a lot of homes, you know, where a lot of people are focused on looking what's wrong. Well, so I coached this fellow for a while and I said to him, I said, listen, why don't you do this? Why don't you just practice for a week? just looking for what's right about your wife. I said, the goal is this. The goal is to get back to remembering why you fell in love in the first place. You weren't looking for everything that was wrong with her when you first fell in love. You were looking for all the amazing connections that you had and why everything was, uh, why you both had so much in common. You were looking for what was right in your life and what was right in her life right so they did this and i want to say there was good news out of this in about a week he had spent that whole week not responding back to her and even though she kept giving him stuff crap <laughs> he would not he would not respond at the end of that week his wife realized her own part in everything they decided to go and get counseling together and the reason they got counseling is because she realized that there was still hope for the marriage that he could change radically through his kindness over the last week so all of us i know from me from the president from you from everybody in in this uh, sitting in the studio we can all step into radical kindness in a greater way but a lot of us are wondering, you know, what is radical kindness, right? What is that about? Well, it's about you becoming more attuned to yourself, to your own spirit, to your own soul. It's also about you looking at others from not the place, again, of what's wrong or what they need to fix or what, what they don't do. It's letting go of judgment. It's letting go of misunderstandings. It's forgiveness. And looking at that individual as a soul, just as you are, just a soul who's trying to do the best. Just like me, they're trying to do the best they can. Just like me, they're trying to get happy. Just like me, they're trying to to have a better life, right? If we start to look at people from that point of view, we can start to help them to step back into themselves. So, radical kindness i want to say this it takes grace it takes sometimes everything we have not to respond when somebody is unkind or somebody says something that we really don't want to ever hear right and you know if we can if we can all practice that imagine how amazing your life would start to become. So I have a I have a guest coming on in my next segment, and she's got a new book out called Radical Kindness. But I want to give you a exercise to do this week. Prior to my guest coming on, giving you all her tips. So here's what I'm gonna ask you to do this week. I'd like you to practice this exercise for seven days. And here's, you know, you got to be brave to do this, by the way. This isn't something that is going to jump out at you and you're going to want to go, oh, yes, I can hardly wait to do this. Because what this is about is retraining your mind. It's retraining what you're focusing on. So for the next seven days, I'm going to ask you to return kindness for rude or mean behavior, for unkind words, no matter what is said. And if you can do this, right, here's, here's the kicker to this exercise, right? So you set the intention, seven days, to not respond to anybody, no matter what they say. Now, if you do respond to them, you have to start over, okay? So if you start to, to, to respond and you say something unkind, you have to start over. The goal is to get seven consecutive days, Now, I can almost promise you, if you do this, it will change the way you use your mind on a continuous basis. See, and I want to say one last thing radical kindness doesn't mean you're a doormat, doesn't mean you're weak, doesn't mean you're afraid to speak your truth. It's not about specific words, but it's about the energy behind the words. So it's, you know, you can speak your truth without being. Intense, angry, mean, unkind, and rude. You can speak your truth, but if you if you speak your truth with unkind energies, right, then you got to start the exercise over. Okay. I hope all of you will take me up on this because here's what happens when you do. You're going to avoid conflicts. You're probably this is your reputation's probably going to be enhanced. People are going to look up to you you're gonna probably get more of what you want. You're gonna have more peace, you're gonna have less stress, and quite frankly, you're gonna have a better life. All right, listen, I'll be right back. Coming up with my next guest, Angela Santomero. She's an American television executive producer and co-creator of the long-running Nickelodeon children's television program. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. The most talented athletes in the world rely on a coach to get better. And the most successful business people do the same.
0: I have found working with Ken D. Foster to be an extraordinary experience. He helped me to expand my vision, increase profits, and showed me the way to have more fulfillment and success in my life.
2: Ken D. Foster is the coach's coach for business and life. He has been nicknamed the coach of the successful and wealthy.
0: Ken is an instrumental part of my team and the success I have generated over the past 12 months. Ken gave me the strategies to increase productivity, reduce turnover, and take my business to the next level.
2: So what's holding you back? Ken D. Foster is a master business coach with proven strategies to dramatically increase efficiency and productivity while maximizing individual development and fulfillment. Explore your possibilities. For a free consultation, log on to KenDeFoster.com. That's kendfoster.com. Kendfoster.com.
3: There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down a time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken
1: D. Foster. Well, welcome back. We're talking about the courage to embrace radical kindness. And I want to invite you, before I get to my guest, to join my tribe. And my tribe is all about helping individuals to bring forth their greatness, have more empowered relationships in life, and uh, to be able to take their businesses to a completely new level. So if that interests you at all, go to Ken'sTribe.com, Ken'sTribe.com, and join my tribe. Also, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Voices of Courage. If you're new to the show, I want you to get ready to see the unseeable, to know the unknowable, and do the impossible, and to take your business and your life to levels of success that you've never had. I bring you the top guests and entrepreneurs in the, uh, quite frankly, the most courageous and Uh, top entrepreneurs and guests in the world on this show. And they're here for one reason. They're here to help you change your consciousness and step into a better you. All right. Now, I'm so excited. I have on my uh, show calling in today. Where are you? Angela has dedicated her life to teaching that when you treat yourself and others with warmth, empathy, and respect, life Changing benefits follow. She is described uh, as the well. Let me let me put it this way. Angela's work has won her prestigious Peabody Award, two TCA awards, thirty plus Emmy nominations, and numerous Parents' Choice Gold and Silver awards. Angela, I could go on and on with this uh, bio here. I don't think I will. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: I love the title of your book.
4: I'm so glad. Radical kindness. I know, right? We all need it to change the world.
1: It's what we need, isn't it? So I don't know if you heard the challenge I put out to my audience about uh, yeah, the next seven days holding uh, holding a space inside of them where they uh, basically turn the yep. other cheek. But let's talk about yep. uh, radical kindness. What does that mean to and, you?
4: And pretty hardcore where they have to start over if they...
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty hardcore, isn't it? <laughs>
4: pretty hardcore. Um, you know radical kindness, the way that I talk about it is seeing with your heart versus obviously logically we see everything with our with our eyes and our brains and the way that we're taking information in. and yet, um, if we literally can can lead with empathy and care and compassion and we see things that way first. Um, not just outside um, when we're when we're looking and dealing with others, but also inside when we're dealing with ourselves, we can notice we will notice some really important changes in our own bodies, in our own lives, and then also in the way that the ripple effect will happen um, throughout the world.
1: Boy, isn't that the truth? You know, how do we apply radical kindness, though, in, let's say, a business setting? When people, uh, your boss is coming at you and telling you, you know, what to do and when to do it, and how to do it, and he may say some unkind things to you. How, how do you apply that?
4: Yeah, there's a couple of things. We talk about um, the pause and taking a moment to digest and process the information, and you so you have to see things first, right? Really understand what's going on, right? Because it's, most likely not 100% about you, right, when your boss is coming at you. So trying to take in and ask questions and lean in attentively will will make a world of difference already to try to get at the core of what is needed, um, and then also to try to change the discourse that's going on in your head, right? Don't beat yourself up. Don't think about it must be you. Don't, you know, There, I talk a lot in the book, or I talk in the book about voices in your head, about being able to have Glenda the Good Witch, because I have the cat. Of the Wizard of Oz in my head, but you need somebody kind to be talking to you, saying to take a deep breath and to relax and to think about what is needed in this situation versus the wicked witch who might be coming in and being like, See, I told you you were no good. See, I told you this is awful. You know, all of that kind of blood boiling kinds of conversations that you would have. So I talk about a couple of different techniques to try to get at the heart of the matter and try to really understand the why behind whatever someone is coming at you
1: with. I love that so you uh, I don't think people need to necessarily have the good witch or the bad witch in there but they, do you recommend that they name that uh, that uh, energy or those thoughts that are coming through them that uh, may be uh, negative and you know what what other kinds of names would you use?
4: You know, it's an acknowledgment of those voices. It's literally um, realizing that sometimes when you have a thought, knowing that you haven't acted on that thought is really the, the best thing or realizing that that thought, um, maybe it's nudged out of the way um, for a more positive thought. How can we be treating ourselves the way that we treat our best friends? Right. And just thinking about giving ourselves that level of of the benefit of the the doubt, um, that level of care and compassion that we give everybody else. And, you know, we talk a lot about saying yes to everything so that we're we're experiencing new things. But there's also power in saying no um, so that you're respecting your own boundaries. So I don't think you have to name them. I mean, I'm a preschool television, I'm a kid television person, so I tend to think of everything as a story. Um, But I do think it's that acknowledgement that when you're thinking about something, you can realize that, you can unpack that, that 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 thought might be from years and years of something else, and it's not necessarily the most positive way to look at yourself or to think about yourself.
1: That's good. Um, You know, you've been described by Joanne Rogers as the modern-day Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, and I'm wondering how that came about. How did that come about, and how did you use radical kindness to make that come about?
4: So, so I was a, uh, preschool fan of the Mr. Rogers Neighborhood Show and literally uh, wanted to understand. I talked back to him. right? He talked through the screen about things that were interesting to me as a young kid. And as I got older, I realized how strongly I wanted to use the medium of television to talk about things that were difficult, to give kids a voice, to empower them, to boost their self-esteem, and of course, to radiate this level of kindness so that it's modeled um, and could be practiced by kids. And using this way where you look through the screen at a child at home could be a very interesting way to do this. And so I have a master's in child development of psychology and so when I created Blue's Clues, which is my first show, I would talk a lot about Fred Rogers and how the level of pausing that he has on the show allows kids to really take in and drink in the messages. And so because of that, we got to meet and we got to become friends. We, were, we became friends um, and really talked about the level of child development psychology and understanding kids that could really make a difference in their lives. And then, after he died, the, um, his company asked whether or not um, I would, follow, you know, promote his legacy and create a show in his with his curriculum with them. And so, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is a very big show for the for PBS and for kids um, for preschoolers came out of that, that vision and that love I have for Fred. And there are a couple of examples that I use of his in the book that generate and radiate this level of radical kindness. And it's not about preaching um, or talking about it all the time. It literally sometimes could be as small as just visually um, reinforcing uh, something that you believe in, right? Like he putting his feet in the same little swimming pool as um, as Officer Clemens at the time back in the day in one of his very first episodes was a huge thing for the day to see um, these white feet and these black feet sharing, sharing a pool together, right? And he didn't talk about it. He just did mm-hmm. it. And so mm-hmm. those kinds of things are um, radically kind.
1: They are radically the kind, yes. I have a teenager at home, and um, I uh, would love to hear a couple tips on how to apply radical kindness to my uh, teenage daughter. Um, actually, it's my granddaughter. So um, I'd like to do that. But I, when we get back, I, I gotta wrap this segment up. When we get back, let's talk about that. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back.
0: We'll be back with
2: more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. You know you have it. The potential for a more rewarding life a life that matters but how do you get there the answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy Ken D Foster the courage to change everything daily strategies and wisdom to awaken your hidden genius and transform your life with this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide your future is in your hands you will be empowered to unlock your potential bring out your true gifts increase your wealth and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to courage That's courage2change.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to courage2change.us. We're back with Voices
0: of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now, your host, Ken D. Foster.
1: Hey, we're back. I want to let you know the show is being sponsored by Women's Wisdom. It's San Diego's premier networking group for purpose driven and soul inspired female entrepreneurs. You can find them at womenswisdom.net. On the line with me is Angela Santamero, Santa and she's an American television executive producer and co-creator of the long-running Nickelodeon children's television programs Blue Clues, and many more. Angela, um, okay, children at home, um, how do we use radical kindness to maybe uh, change behaviors? Mm-hmm.
4: Yes, I have two teenagers, girls, Um, so I get this. I think that the way that we look at teenagers in child development is that they are literally big preschoolers, right? They have the same level of um, wanting independence, but wanting to be little, needing guidance, but not wanting the guidance, you know, really wanting things. We taught our two-year-old at the time the word prerogative, because that was just who she was, like, this is my prerogative, you know, and that's who they are as teenagers. It's just harder, um, because they're bigger and louder. Um, But I think that, again, coming to the root of the matter and really trying to keep your cool and having a sense of humor about the conflicts, I talk about um, having teenagers be as intrinsically motivated in solving their conflicts as they are in having their conflicts. So that level of drama that can come around it, it's really about trying to guide, right, and scaffold that information. Again, leaning in, showing you care, listening versus uh, dismissing, um, this is huge to them, whatever that problem is, and then trying, and it might not be in the moment, it might be one of those things where you let it sit for a little while, and then you come back to it later. Um, It could be the kind of thing that works better, right? So for my kids, it just depends on whether or not they're holding on really tight to the problem, or they need to let out some steam, and then we'll come back to it.
1: I love that. That's great. Okay, I want to know a little bit more about your book and about you know what inspired you to bring this into the world. Can you tell us a little uh, bit about it?
4: Yeah, of course. Every show that I've ever done has a level of curriculum in it. So uh, Super Eye was all about teaching kids to read. Daniel Tiger is about socio-emotional skills. Blue's Clues was about kindergarten readiness skills. And so the idea that kindness has always been at the underpinning Um, But I never really talked about it in a really big way, right? It's just, it was modeled. It was in the respectful dialogue with regard to the way in which we talk to people, we talk to kids, the way adults talk to kids, the kind of topics that we choose. And so... um, You know, someone had brought it to my attention that uh, it's something that we need today, now more than ever, now that I've done so many shows. And so they asked me if I had any research on kindness. And I said, I do. I actually have a ton of research on kindness because it's been the foundation. And so that's how it started, where I just started to write from that level of research and from what we've done and why we've done it and trying to piece apart what those formal features are because we could use the calling out, you know, use the idea of pausing in our everyday, right? We could be talking more clearly about what that looks like, not just for kids, but for us as adults, um, in order to change the world. You know, I just, I've been seeing more and more that lack of kindness and empathy, and it worries me, to be honest. And so it felt like the right time. And thankfully, um, Harper Collins agreed.
1: Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that the world needs a lot more kindness, uh, especially in the media. And um, I think your your book is the right timing uh, for a lot of us. By the way, how can people get their book? Uh, is it on Amazon? Is it uh, Yeah,
4: it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it's on Barnes Amazon and, and Barnes and Noble. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but I did want to agree with you also earlier when you had said that it's not about being a pushover and it's not about giving away your entire lunch. You you know, when you don't have one, it's not about being nice guys finish last. It's about being strategic with thinking about yourself and thinking about how we can kind of lower our own blood, you know, sugar, like lower our own um, stress levels and and cortisone levels um, to raise those and get the runner's high, that endorphins that come from being kind and leaders the best, most effective leaders in business um, are kind because they have the warriors that are with them, you know, every day doing the work that we need to be doing to get it done, right? And so I think that's just a really important thing to realize that we need to change this idea that nice guys finish last
1: because it's just not true. I don't think it's true at all. And uh, anybody I've ever modeled in business has been kind people. And uh, they're yeah. at the top, um, one of the things you just said i I love though it's that uh, and I think uh, it's bears worth repeating uh, kindness releases endorphins in our mm-hmm. brain, so if you mm-hmm. want to feel good, be kind that 's pretty cool
4: it's amazing, literally on the subway if i if I swipe my card for the person behind me. Right, I get so excited. I literally get that tingle feeling. Right, and it's that same thing. It, you know, you give up your seat on the bus or something. It's just all of a sudden you'll feel it. So if you can smile at somebody, right? Like sometimes we're embarrassed because, like, what if they don't smile back? Well, what if they don't smile back? Like, who cares? But you get that excitement of like uh, that, that feeling that you might have made somebody's day. And what's so great is that you just never know that they might have needed that. They might have needed you to say, you know, what I love your shoes. You know, like whatever it is. um, that could have changed the course of their day.
1: That is so cool. Listen, I have a new book coming out. It's called The Courage to Change Everything. And you have this book called Radical Kindness. Um, I was gonna, I'm creating a campaign to create a million acts of courage. I think you need a campaign of a million acts of kindness. That's what I think. I love it. I love it. Let's join forces. Let's join forces. I'm I'm serious. I mean, this, uh, you know, this is really what the world needs right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we, uh, when we start focusing on uh, stress reducers like kindness and we start having the courage to step into who we really are instead of pretending that we're you know, we i think we have an identity crisis in the country you know as to people thinking they're something that they're really not they're all souls they're all spirits and they're all here to to grow, evolve, yep. and become all they, who they can be. So, right, we should join yeah, forces on that. I love that. that.
4: There's brave, not perfect, right? That oh. idea that you just have to show up sometimes too I, I love that. Brave.
1: So, yeah. I want to ask you this. Listen, you have accomplished so much in your life. Um, who are you at the core? Who is who is who is Angela Santomero? Who are you at the core of your being? Uh I
4: love that question. I think I'm four. I think I'm a preschooler. You know, I'm curious and wide-eyed and excited and interested and want to learn and know more. Um, And I really uh, still see the positive in everything, right? The glass is always half full um, and want to um, just do what I can to bring more of that out into the world. Um, And my chosen profession has been through the media. And so I think there's a ton of things that we could be doing that raise the bar there and also that um, are calls to action through media. Um, I think, I don't know, I think that's who I am.
1: That's great. Well, you put a smile on everybody's face in studio when you said that I'm a preschooler. That's great. I think we all (laughs) want to be preschoolers. I think part of us, you know, there's that playfulness inside of all of us. Exactly. So let me ask you another uh, little deeper question. You know, what's your message to the world right now?
4: Um, Right now it is about about radical kindness it really is about trying to practice it the way we practice mindfulness the way we practice yoga the way we practice anything that we want to get good at um and thinking about the next generation right and just going a little bit out of our way to give the benefit of the doubt to those around us especially kids um i think that's that's a big call that's a big call to action for me in terms of advocacy for for kids and for um the level of care and compassion and empathy that we need to raise right now.
1: That's good. And what do you believe people can learn about reading when they read your book? What is it that's going to shift for them?
4: I'm hoping that uh, there are enough action points, things that you can literally do right this second that seem small and that you realize are big, um, have a big effect. So there's research that, that surrounds it and that's behind it, is at the core of it, but that it's not too hard, but it's also not too easy, right? It's not one of those things where well, I know I'm kind and it's like you, you are probably, but there's a deeper level of, um, of what that looks like and what that means when you do it every day and you practice it every day, the way that you um, have been talking about, all of a sudden you just kind of change, change your viewpoint. And so I'm hoping that there are very clear, actionable um, points in the book that people really will, will take with them.
1: I love that. Listen, i got to uh, take a break. Uh, can you uh, stay over for the next segment, or you got to go? Uh, I can stay, sure. Okay, good. I'll bring you right back then. And um, okay. I want to talk a, a little bit more about radical kindness and how we can really apply those principles in our life today. We'll be right back.
0: We'll
2: be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. The most talented athletes in the world rely on a coach to get better. And the most successful business people do the same.
0: I have found working with Ken D. Foster to be an extraordinary experience. He helped me to expand my vision, increase profits, and showed me the way to have more fulfillment and
2: success in my life. Ken D. Foster is the coach's coach for business and life. He has been nicknamed the coach of the successful and wealthy.
0: Ken is an instrumental part of my team and the success I have generated over the past 12 months. Ken gave me the strategies to increase productivity, reduce turnover, and take my business to the next level. So
2: what's holding you back? Ken D. Foster is a master business coach with proven strategies to dramatically increase efficiency and productivity while maximizing individual development and fulfillment. Explore your possibilities. For a free consultation, log on to kendfoster.com. That's kendfoster.com. KenDFoster.com.
3: There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down a time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214, 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now, your host, Ken D. Foster.
1: Well, we're back. We're talking about radical kindness. On my show, call in today is Angela Santomero. She's the creator, executive producer, and head writer of many of today's most popular educational children's shows. And she believes in the radical power of kindness on her shows and in her life. How do you apply radical kindness in your life on a daily basis?
4: Uh, I do it in, in all the small ways. I also practice a lot in terms of understanding to move um, the way that my brain is taking in information about, you know, the Glenda versus uh, the Wicked Witch. I use it a lot with my staff um, in terms of. Understanding again, brave, not perfect, and things that we need to be changing or working on, and how to how to address that from a, a bigger picture way. Um, I get I get a lot of um, people telling me their stories. Like for instance, somebody in the office was saying how this guy cut her off while she was walking on the sidewalk in New York City which is where I am and she was so annoyed like our first thought was to be so annoyed that he like cut in front of her and then he realized he did it because he was giving somebody money a homeless guy on the street and she's like see like I need to think the best in people <laughs> like I need to change the way that I'm thinking about things so I like to try to also be that force of like let's share stories let's talk about things you know that kind of thing um, to try to understand how it's, how it's catching
1: on that's how it's catching on. I love that. You know, I know there was a time in my life where I was, um, everything kind of fell apart. You know, my I was estranged from my family. My job wasn't working the way I wanted it to work. Uh, my health was failing. And the thing that saved me was what you just said. It was starting to look at things from a positive point of view and starting to really assess what was working in my life, what wasn't working in my life, and how I could change it for the better. Radical kindness to myself was one of the key components to that, to be able to switch everything around. Do you find that that happens to a lot of people out there when they start to use radical kindness? Can they switch no, their life around? Yeah.
4: Absolutely. I mean, I do think that we have a lot of armor, and I think that that can actually make you physically ill. Um, I know that has happened to me as well. And the only way to um, break through that armor is to have that time for yourself first, right? And to, and to think through things, potentially get some, even some outside help and finding your true authentic self and your true purpose. Um, and also that idea of can you help me is something that if you know Blue's Clues, I've used it from the beginning, right? I'm asking uh, kids to to come in and help, right? But when you use that as an adult, asking another adult, can you, or even a child, can you help me? It's huge um, because you're basically bonding with that person and you're letting your guard down, right? And you're being a little bit more genuine and authentic and showing that you're not perfect. And I think that's really important as well. And I, and I think it can, it can make a a really dramatic shift in the way that you're feeling um, physically and also mentally.
1: Well, last night uh, about eleven o'clock, my grandson came into my office and he and I said, "Hey, guess who I'm having on the show today?" And I told him about you, and um, he and I said uh, uh, I mentioned Blues Clues, and all of a sudden he breaks out in song and starts mm-hmm. dancing and having some fun times. And um, I just thought, "Wow, this show really moved him," and I didn't even know about it, right? Mm, so you yeah. you're making a difference, girl. That that's so oh, cool. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. He's his heart was so open last night to do that. Listen, I have uh, in studio with me uh, Christine Jackson, and she's the uh, clinical director of one of my sponsors, Villa Calima, and um, she's got a background in a lot of what we're talking about here. Um, I'd like to just bring her into this conversation because I think yeah. she'd add some value to us. Um, okay, great. Yeah, Christine, uh, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you so much, and Angela, what a pleasure and honor to meet you. Blues Clues is one of my favorites, so I appreciate what you're saying. And every single time you started talking, I kept thinking from your your brain that sometimes says, "Oh my pretty," and yeah. and gets you gets that east that that wicked witch of the east activated. Um, I know that both of you have named, and I just want to underline because I think it's so strong that basically radical kindness is compassion in action, and it is a call to action. So I appreciate that. How do you yeah. use how
1: do you use radical kindness in uh, in sober living?
5: Oh, um, well, as you mentioned, just like me is one of our our nomenclatures. So just like me, we invite souls on a journey into Villa Kalima, and not seeing them as brokenness, but seeing them on the journey as souls who are going towards wholeness and authentic selves. And truthfully, when I began to talk about uh, and think about radical kindness in order to show up. Today, bravely, hopefully, um, I began to think about how that radical kindness, in order to activate that kind action, I need to draw in and become part of who I truly am, my authentic self. So I saw you today, Ken, and I said, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in front of someone who's genius and brilliant and, and wonderful. And in order to name and know those things in you, I have to be able to draw from some part of myself that could even put words to that. So radical kindness, although it's an action towards others, it asks me to become who I truly am, that preschool preschooler who's creative <laughs> and open and wonderful and kind.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. What, what do you think about that, Angela?
5: Oh, I love that. I mean, I think
4: finding finding the best in somebody is such a gift and such an art, um, especially when you're working with people who are troubled or need some help. And being able to see who they truly are, um, I think is just it's just beautiful work. So thank you
5: for all you do. Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure.
1: You know, in your uh, in your work, in Hollywood, right? You know, um, Hollywood has a reputation for not being necessarily kind and considerate and respectful. Um, You're bringing this to your work. How does it show up specifically in the work environment?
4: You know, I have the pleasure of working with kids media, so there are there's much more kindness <laughs> in the kids
2: media
1: world.
4: Um, I have to say, but I, I, we do a ton of research with kids um, all of the time about our concepts to make sure that at the end of the day, uh, when we do an episode of every show, that episode truly meets the mission and the goals of that episode. And so, when you come back to, with that kind of information, especially after 25 years, to be able to say this is how it's affecting kids and knowing that when we don't quite have it right, we actually roll up our sleeves and continue to work on it. Um, and so I have a ton of stories of how long it's taken sometimes to develop something to be its, you know, as great as we believe it should be once it's delivered into the world. And so I think that helps, right? When you have that information, when you have that level of education, when you have that vision and passion or that desire, right? All of that helps when you're dealing with decision makers and and the money people and like all that other side, that other side of the business.
1: You know, I've been dealing with people, uh, I've been coaching, I've been a, a life coach and a business strategist for the last 24 years. And what I find consistently is, you know, you say you deal with children. Well, we all, we all have that inner child in us. All of us do. And everybody wants to get back to that. And a lot of times people have lost their way. And when I when I think of the inner the inner child or the or the, the you know the uh, the spirit that spirit is creative that spirit is kind that spirit is uh, loving that spirit is knowing that spirit has a sense of, of expansion and that spirit is there to really uh, I believe serve um, the soul in a in a great way. Um, so I think we're all like that's the point. I think we're all like you're working with little kids. I'm working with big kids, <laughs> and you know, all of us want to get back to that, right? Well, all of us want to be treated kindly and with compassion and with respect. How can we lose our way? Why? What is that well, about? Absolutely. Do you think?
4: I, I mean, I would love to also hear what you guys think about that. But I talk about it in the book as well of like swinging on a swing and running barefoot in the grass. It's like those are some of the most amazing little pleasures that we can give to ourselves. And that's going back to your roots as a, as a child, right. Catching lightning bugs. Like it sounds sometimes so ridiculous, but these little, things are what feeds our soul, right? And feeds and feeds us. And I think sometimes we're so caught up in taking, you know, we want a quick fix for everything that in the world. Right. And the truth is, you know, like I need a, you know, a quick fix to lose 10 pounds, whatever it is, but really it's just practicing for a lot of this, is practicing little things and being consistent about it every day. And I think painting, if you loved to paint when you were little, like take out the paints. like you don't have to be great at it. You know, like it just brings you joy.
1: It brings you joy. Well, listen, I got, I got to wrap this segment up. Uh, Angela Santomero, thank you so much for being on this show. I, I really appreciate it. Um, love to take you up on your uh, uh, your collaboration to get a million okay. acts of radical kindness in the world. And um, you can find her book at Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, any uh, anywhere books, uh, amazing books are sold. So, Angela, thank you so much. Look forward to connecting oh, with you, you soon. Thank, thank
4: you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: We'll be back with more. Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. You know you have it. The potential for a more rewarding life. A life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Awaken Your Hidden Genius and Transform Your Life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to CourageToChange.us. That's CourageToChange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to courage to change.us.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken D. Foster.
1: Well, we are back. Uh, Again, I want to give a quick shout-out to my sponsor, Women's Wisdom. You can find them at womenswisdom.net. They're San Diego's premier networking group for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. They really do make a difference in so many women's lives. They've been helping uh, entrepreneurs to really connect with one another and refine their their products and their services over over a period of years. So I hope you'll check them out, womenswisdom.net. All right. As uh, many of you know, I uh, wrote a new book. It's called uh, The Courage to Change Everything. It is actually going to be available uh, for sale uh, where you can actually get the book in uh, late August, but you can actually pre-order it right now. You can pre-order it on courage 2 That's courage2change.us. Uh, the reason I wrote that book uh, is that I believe that we need to reprogram our thinking if you uh, if you have symptoms of stress or anger or uh, lack of success or lack of connection with the people that you love or you're in a place where you want a better relationship, hey, you know the only way to get that is not keep doing the same old thing again and again. It's you got to look at your mind. You got to be able to reprogram your thinking and be able to have some uh, action steps towards those dreams that will actually get you there. So that's what that book's about. It's uh, daily strategies and essential wisdom to awaken your inner genius, which will actually get you to where you want to go. So I hope you'll check it out. Again, CourageToChange.us, CourageToChange.us. In studio with me right now is Christine Jackson. She's the clinical director of Villa Calima, and uh, they are my sponsors. So I am so happy to have you in studio with me.
5: Thank you. Always a pleasure. And I'm excited because I pre-ordered the book, so means it should be coming soon.
1: It will <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. it'll be coming as soon as we get it back from the publisher. Deal. But uh, yeah, um, you know. It's, it's funny because we're talking about radical uh, kindness, and I think that one of the reasons a lot of people get into trouble get into addictions of whatever kind is that somewhere inside of themselves they're not feeling worthy they're not they're not feeling there's no kindness towards themselves for whatever reason is is that accurate or no
5: that's incredibly accurate there's a, a model that I really draw from. Credit to Mary Bellafato from OnSite for this delivery. But basically, we all have an original wound. We have an original wound that somewhere deep within us usually can come down to inadequacy or rejection. So somewhere deep down, I wasn't picked for the kickball team at recess. Even deeper than that, my parents weren't able or available to see me hold me in the way that I needed most. Somewhere that begins to code a narrative that I'm not enough. Or that I'm not part of the tribe that is so essential to me. So the smallest definition I know of addiction is disconnection.
1: I love that. Well, you know, I, I can I can speak for myself when I when I'm in a place of being rejected, when I feel that energy, mm-hmm. the first thing I want to do is go is look at that person and say, "You're out of my life. I'm I'm just out of here." Right. I want right? to reject them.
5: Absolutely, we right. want to numb ourselves from the pain. And if I can project the cause of that pain external to me, then that's a lot easier to change that zip code than my internal landscape.
1: That's exactly right. Okay, so when we feel that rejection, right, what are some steps a person can do to get back to kindness?
5: Right, well, as you named, if I am beginning to project or externalize the source of my pain, there is always something that is triggered within me. Mm -hmm. And if I can drill down deep, if I can have the courage and sometimes the connection with a therapist or someone who can support the journey to drill down deep enough to say, what is this? Where's the Velcro sticking? Why is it so painful within me, this external stuff? Why is the storm outside of me being able to internalize within me? And if we can make the connections that, oh gosh, it's not just that this person cut me off, it's that I really feel like I'm cut off from my true self or that I'm truly cut off from the connection of people who love me and can see me, then I can be able to heal, not the symptoms of my pain, but internally begin to resource so that I can heal from within.
1: That's really good. And, and you know, and healing from within, um, a lot of times, of course, it's forgiveness and it's letting go and those, you know, and, and re remembering in different ways what the experience is from a place of truth. Yes. Um, you know, and, but there's another part, you know, it's like I was talking in my book, and that's we have to reprogram how we think. We have to think differently.
5: Absolutely. We know that neuropathways. Basically, the phrase, what wires together fires together, what fires together wires together. So, when I begin to make a triangle out of, gosh, my boss looked at me funny, that means I'm probably not enough, and I can pound those experiences into a narrative, then that thickens the process in my brain so that any Stranger who passes by me in the street looks at me funny and it clicks off my inadequacy. So we need to rewire that, gosh, that might be a lot more about them than it is about me. I have people who love me and I need to strengthen the part within my brain, just like a muscle outside my body, you know, within my bicep. Within my brain, I strengthen the muscle that begins to attach to what serves me better. Mm -hmm. A truth, a narrative, a connection that serves me better. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, you know, the truth narrative that serves me is that I, I have to remember who the heck I am. You know, I'm not this radio show host. I'm not the husband. I'm not the father. I'm not all those things. I'm an infinite soul with infinite power to overcome anything that comes my way as long as I'm not pretending like I'm something else.
5: That is so powerful. Can you say that one more time? I'm an infinite?
1: I'm an infinite soul uh, connected to an infinite spirit, and I I can overcome anything that comes my
5: way. I just hope everyone just heard that, because I truly believe part of the disconnection from the places that you just named, my infinite source, the possibility that I can be infinite is part of what comes as dis-ease. When my armor, as we named before, mm-hmm. becomes stronger than my belief in my true self mm-hmm. and my infiniteness, then that weight, that disparity becomes so heavy that my armor is the one that clanks around in the world.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's the ugliness that comes around. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, I, w- I want to get into Via Calamal because I got you here. We only got two minutes. Tell me a little bit about the facility and why um, why people recover so uh, and do great at, at, at your Facility.
5: Yeah. I'm so proud. It's a six bed residential setting for women, uh, primary addiction. And so what happens there is that we are all women serving women and we are souls on a journey. It's holistic. It is craniosacral massages. So you're talking about the way that we change our brains. It's yoga, but then it's also trauma informed care things like EMDR modalities that serve to get underneath what is bumping up against my armor and into what really needs to be healed internally. So we do that deep dive.
1: And people walk out and they are are free from their addictions.
5: In a whole new way, a freedom for a life that they deserve.
1: Right. Uh, okay. So, um, you know, uh, how do people get a hold of, v- of Villa Kalima? Uh,
5: Villa Kalima is on the website, V I L L A K A L I M um, A dot com. And it's the goddess of transformation from Hawaii. So we want to transform people, and the number will be on the program site as well.
1: Wow. Okay. I love that. Villa Kalima. Okay. Check it out. Christine Jackson, thank you for being here. Um, there's a possibility you might even be with me next week. We'll see. And uh, I really appreciate you being here. Listen, this show is all about, of course, empowering you to take different steps in your life so that you live a radically different life, right, with radical kindness, radical success, radical love in your life. That's what this show is about. So I hope you'll tell some people about our show. You can uh, give us a like on Facebook. Give us a review on Apple. That would be wonderful. And um, I hope you have a blessed week because I know one thing. This is the week that can make a difference in your life. You can actually change your life today. Go back and listen to the show if you haven't got it yet. But if you get it, you can change your life. Take care.
0: Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And we're always interested in what you have to say. So follow Ken on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email your questions and comments to viewer at voicesofcourage.us. Also, you can find all of Ken's previous shows by visiting VoicesOfCourage.us. Be sure to join us next time as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. Until next time, live courageously and see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken Foster.